This is a mashup that helps to expand on Gary's thoughts around hustle culture, featuring Sarah Dietschy, a clip from Ask Gary V, an original film, and more. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Gary sits down with Sarah Dietschy to explain his views on hustle porn and how a lot of viewpoints on the subject are taken out of perspective. Gary, see you. How are you? Good. 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 Gary V on hustle porn. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, look, I think that you always have to sleep in the bed that you make. And so I'm aware that I've been disproportionately passionate over the last decade around hustle and hard work, right? Like, you know, when I wrote uh, Crush It, there was so much of that in 2009. I thought there was an amazing opportunity of the internet, YouTube, social mm-hmm. media. That was true. People benefit from yeah. it, both of you, many who are watching. Yeah, I mean, I think, look, I think it's sad when you get to a place in your career where you can drive traffic for others by just the sheer mention of. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not fun to be the subject of articles or keynotes where people are taking things and not yeah, painting. Like bandwagging. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's just not the full picture, right? Like yeah. the, the, you know, one of the more difficult articles to read just had so much information that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, much to the author's credit, like he addressed it in a tweet, not in the article. And I was, listen, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sad that people are leveraging and misrepresenting uh, my statement. Uh, it's very clear if you read or watch anything mm-hmm. for even more than five minutes that I want people to be happy and be self-aware. Yeah. Do I believe that work ethic is a foundational piece of success? Yes, I do. Do I want anybody ever to work so much that they get depressed? Of course not. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I never think that money is the driver. And so I think, I think whether it's lazy headline reading or not doing homework, yeah, it's it's not been it's not been the most fun to get dragged yeah. into. No, like, yeah, I I was like, oh, I found reading that. I was like, no, and there there's so many people who are proof of the words that you say, me included. Um, so, so yeah, it's like, oh man, it's, just, it's, listen, there's a, there's a byproduct of success, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. where people, you know, hustle porn's a term, leveragepreneur is a term. Hmm. Leveragepreneur is when you're using other people to build yourself up the clicks, yeah. at the cost of the other person. And, you know, I think that though, you know, as you get bigger, people will leverage you and I'm okay with that because the truth always wins in the end. Right. And you know, I know the body of work that I put out, my intent, um, and if you wanna clip one thing or one definitive statement from one talk without the context of the whole thing, of course you can say anybody says anything. Mm-hmm. But the reality is is that you know, I, uh, I believe work ethic is important if you wanna achieve hyperbolic success. If you wanna live as a YouTuber and make hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars a year, you're not gonna do that without work ethic. Yeah. There's uh, always someone out there putting in the work, so it's like, is it gonna be you? Well, my, my bigger thing is, what if you love to work? Yeah, yeah, that's how we are both. Of course. Yeah. Like, what our if, date night is like getting our laptops, okay, let's, let's go. Like, what if, like, to me, I don't wanna tell people how to be happy. Yeah. So why are you telling me how I should be happy? Uh, and there's plenty of people that are super depressed that work 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just hyperbolized link baiting, leverage panoring, 
and I'm okay with that. Leveragepreneuring. I like that. I like that word. That's an interesting word. That's new. It's going to be a word that starts emerging because yeah. you're starting to see a lot of people try to use other people to build themselves right. up. And I think I'll be the I'll be the subject of that. You guys will be the subject of that. Right. Like the bigger you get, the more notoriety you get. At the same token, and this is such an important part of the video, mm-hmm. you always have to be thoughtful and not and I, what people try to drag me into this has made me do is be thoughtful about when I make statements to make sure I'm creating as much context as possible. And so, I, you know, I'm not gonna be just like, oh, people are mis, you know, do I feel misrepresented? Yes, I do. Because the only thing I talk about is being happy and self-aware. Mm-hmm. More than hustling yeah. and, you know, and social media. But, but at the same token, it's important not to uh, not take other people's points of view into account. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm in a constant, you know, focus of that as well. This original film really helped expand in Gary's thoughts around the relationship between hard work, hustle, sleep, and life. Explaining that what one person's work is may be someone else's hobby or enjoyment. A lot of people don't spend two weeks consuming my stuff, so they see a headline or two and they're like, oh, hustle this or hustle that. I always talk about sleeping a lot. I always, always talk about like, if you love it, you know, look, look, anybody here, like and definitely anybody listening or watching, if you really love it, like for real, not like you're kind of saying it because you're trying to get through your life. If you really love it, it truly isn't feel like work. Like school felt like work. And that was only like nine to three with tons of breaks in between. And that was devastating. You know, um, my audiobook, reading it, I'm only halfway through, that's work. You look like you were in hell. I was watching the video today, yeah. right? The, the, it's not easy for me, man, like I don't like it. And so like, I know what work, I know what not liking it feels like and what work feels like. Um, you know, being an entrepreneur for me, running businesses, putting out content, doing my thing, does not feel like work. I mean, look, I talk a lot about work, hard work. There's not a whole lot of content coming for me on the weekends. There, you know, I take four, five, six, seven weeks of vacation a year. Like, what I'm doing is I'm maximizing my 15 hours a day those during the week. But I, uh, yeah, I'm, if, my only kryptonite is the health of my family. From the day I left school in May of 1998 to this moment, I've always been the operating partner of a business. Every day. Every day. I think that gets blown by. Yeah. Like I people mean, get stuck look, in the noise. Look, I think peop- people should, and that's life, people get caught up in sizzle over steak every day of the week. But I like that because I think I'm kind of playing to that a little bit. I think yeah. I'm forcing that narrative because I'm a fan of the reveal. Like, aha, I told you. Like, I like being underestimated. I prefer it. I, I'm more comfortable in it. And so, you know, yeah. I mean, and ultimately I also don't care. Like, the truth is gonna speak. Like, you're not gonna build a billion dollar by accident business. Like, either you're good enough or you're not. And so, I know how this plays out other than the health and well-being of myself and my family. There's no shot I don't achieve enormous business success in my life. I'm too good at it. It's interesting though, I mean, because you say that that you don't care, I know you don't. And, and, and that, that reptile part of your brain, yeah. I very much admire. Yes. But then I've also gone on Reddit, because I spent fucking two yes. weeks doing this, and seen you interact in, with people. In, interact. Um, Do it all the like time. You said something like 80% of your tweets are freaking replies. Yep. Which, that was staggering. I, I have empathy for people that don't see it my way and I want to show them, I'm so thankful that somebody consumes my content that even if they say I'm a charlatan and a snake oil salesman, I want to show the respect of them engaging in my content 
to reply and have the conversation because I'm intrigued by the insight of what they're saying. I'm in tune with how I'm perceived by engaging with people that started off by thinking I was shit. And I also am empathetic. I'm a pretty funny character in a snippet. Two weeks full consumption, you gotta read, you know, 28 seconds in a stream in the right moment. I'm not super fun for a lot of people. Plus, I'm also a suffocator. I will suffocate shit. The reason I think I'm helping people is I'm suffocating bullshit. Like, like no, this is not the president's fault. No, this is not your boss's fault. Like, this is, you're insecure. And like, you're insecure probably because your mom's a piece of shit, so we need to talk about that. That's not a conversation that people are excited about. Like, hey, guess, great news, your boss isn't a dick. Your mom's fucked up. Let's talk about it. Eh, not as interesting. It's much more fun to say my boss is a dick. But that's not what's happening. So let's have that conversation. I'm willing to go there because I think I'll win in the end. I think I'm bringing value. And I take people's attention very seriously and I will never take it for granted. And it manifests in me being a kind guy. It also manifests in me engaging with things that hurt my feelings. I'm super pumped that my fourth grade friends and my sixth grade teachers and people are coming out of the woodworks. I am not that thoughtful about it. I am tripling down on who I am. I was super charismatic and nice as shit to everybody long before I ever thought that anybody would even know who I was because that's my DNA and how I was raised. So, you know, it's funny. I didn't grab you that way. Like, I, I, I get it. And, and it runs through my mind. Yeah. I'm very aware that there's eyes on me and now it's gotten completely batshit crazy. Like it's super weird. But the best part is bro, it's exhausting playing a character. I, would, I have the most energy, but I would never be able to win that game because I would have a vulnerability. Well it comes out, it's going You to will come. never win. All this shit does is exposes who you actually are. And so, I just like people. I just like them, plus I, I like, I like I like looking because I like to learn from it. Like I don't know, it's just it's it's a good place for me. The world becoming more people centric and at scale, that became a really good thing for me, man. Like that really worked out for me. My impact is extraordinary, and I'm in a totally different place, and I'm really impacting people, and that's really cool. Like, you know, I don't think people understand what it feels like when people send you emails about being homeless and now being better, or like. Like just really, and I really go into emotional places with my entrepreneur talk, like I go to there. You know, I go there and so I'm enjoying myself tremendously and I'm very, you know what? I'm very aware like that coming back and shaking your hand in that moment like is a good thing. That people will understand that. I almost am having one macro version of that with myself right now. I know that doing all these right things are gonna lead to some pretty extraordinary attempt. I mean, I genuinely believe that everybody on earth will know who I am. I, I genuinely believe that. So that's true to you, that's what I would say. Brother, it's not, it's, you have to understand, it's binary. There's just no event. Even like, a tr- I know even a, there's no event. I mean, I guess I could hit my head, like maybe a boulder, like, like maybe, like I have some real, I don't meditate because I'm scared to change who I am. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that, <laughs> but I ran out of time, but you don't meditate. I don't, Tim I believe Ferris it. Tim has not gotten you to freaking meditate. Nope. Or Tony Robbins No, I feel in a very, very good place and I, and I really am excited about one core thing. The fact that I've become cool to a lot of young people is a big deal because now I've crossed a chasm into a different place where I'm able to redefine characteristics of coolness that excite me. If I can achieve making self-awareness and patience 
and gratitude and empathy, cool characteristics of an alpha male, you might have a real fucking impact, man. And honestly, I have that audacity. This clip from a live stream helps to give insight into how important sleep really is and that hustle is built on what you're doing while you're awake. Yeah, I do sleep, you know, I do sleep. I, I, I try to sleep six hours a day. I'm pumped, I'm thrilled if I get seven. There's plenty of fours and there's a two here and there and this and that, but I think sleep's actually super important. Like, I talk about hustle and I'm always scared that people think that I mean don't sleep. I mean don't waste time when you're awake. You know, like to me, sleep has been played out. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not gonna go against science. It's obvious that sleep is good. Like you should sleep. Like people should sleep. Now everybody needs different amounts of sleep, but no, I'm more worried about people playing, you know, Pokemon Go for 16 hours a day than I am them sleeping four hours versus five hours. And by the way, by the way, let me, let me clarify one thing. If you're happy with your life and you don't complain, play Pokemon Go 15 hours a day, right? It's too many people complain that they're not winning and they're not auditing their actions and realizing that they're spending too much of their allocation of time on leisure and escapism, and that's fine, but work is the variable of success. Work. Further expanding on the importance of sleep and balance, Gary goes further into the, it's about what you do when you're awake mentality. A lot of people don't spend two weeks consuming my stuff, so they see a headline or two and they're like, yo, hustle this or hustle that. I always talk about sleeping a lot. I also yeah. always talk about like if you love it, it you know, look, look, anybody here, like definitely anybody listening or watching, if you really love it, like for real, not like you're kind of saying it because you're trying to get through your life, if you really love it, it truly isn't feel like work. Like school felt like work. And that was only like nine to three with tons of breaks in between and that was devastating. Hailing from AskGaryB35, Gary goes off defining hustle talking about the importance of maximizing your output and energy while setting realistic expectations based on work ethic. Michael asks, how do you define hustle? <sighs> Michael, this is funny because, show his face, because I can see him grinning. He, this was the first, what are we, 35 in, five? This is the first question, 150 questions that I can like see from the corner of my eye. He literally said, how do you define hustle? Because you can see this, this is, because you know, I mean, this is a challenging question. So first of all, it's different for everybody, right? But what I would say hustle is to me is that when you have passion around something that you are squeezing every last bit of the juice out of the orange, right? To me, hustle is maximizing the energy you're putting into somebody. I'm blown away by people saying that they're hustling and they want to achieve these great things and then their actions don't match. It's like saying you really want to lose weight while eating a Big Mac, right? So to me, hustle would be putting all your effort into achieving the goal at hand. And for me, that means making every minute count. Hiring a full-time assistant who is ever, I mean, Friday night didn't happen because I was hustling like every minute. Like if I miss my 15 minutes to tape the show, I've missed my 15 minutes because there's so much hustle in my day. There's no, you know, there's no like, hang, I, there's no hanging out. There's no like time where like, if I get to do like one joke with you guys as I'm walking in between meetings, we like find that to be like a rare acquaintance situation, like like occurrence, not acquaintance. Uh, 
Hustle is putting it all on the line. Hustle is waking up one day, the day before you die, and realizing you gave it your all into the parenting of your children, the building of your businesses, the philanthropy that you wanted to do. Whatever you define, it's just you know, all in, emotionally and executionally, in theory and strategy and in execution. Gary and Ariana Huffington square off in this clip from Ask Gary B 213, talking about sleep, how much sleep they each get, and the culture that revolves around not getting enough sleep. I've never fallen, I've actually never fallen asleep. Not a mutant, okay, can no, we all sure. agree? I'm gonna test myself. And honestly, by the way, I'm getting a lot more seven and six, seven and eight than anybody would imagine. And on weekends, I'll go 11. I think sleep is now the Now we're getting the truth, yeah. okay? No, so I, you actually give yourself a lot of recovery. What I'm doing is Monday through Friday, no question the, that game can be six and, you know, and, and, and seven. And when I play basketball, it could be even a little earlier because we have a 6 a.m. tip-off, so I have to get up at 5.30. But, but I almost consistently will try to make up time Friday night to Saturday, Saturday night to Sunday, Sunday. Like, I just don't know, like, it's just, I'm a big believer, that's all. Yeah. But now, I'm not worried about what people, how much sleep they get, I'm worried about what they do while they're awake. Okay, but the two things are connected. Because if you wake up fully recharged, it means you wake up ready to take on the world. Yes. You know that feeling? Yes. You wake I'm up and you say, come on, bring it on. It doesn't matter how many obstacles, challenges, setbacks, setbacks. I prefer those things. Okay, perfect. Well, yeah. you know, Travis is a friend of yours. Yes. I just joined the board of Uber. Yes. Travis has a little bit of that. It's yes. like. He may be dealing with 30 crises yes. at the same time. He eats it for lunch. But what happens, and here's the key, you just put something on your Facebook yesterday that I yes. love, which is it's ultimately just business. That's it. It's not life and death. That's right. The people who have a hard time are the people who basically make it too important. Right. Perspective is everything. In this final clip, from the SP25K Swiss shoe launch in San Francisco, Gary answers a question from the panel about the relationship between sleep and hard work and how they're not necessarily correlated. You know, a lot of people ask, how much do you sleep? And my answer is six, seven, or eight hours, and it fucks with people, right? Because they think I'm sleeping like an hour. Um, <laughs> and my point there is, sleep's important. Like, I, I don't know like, who thinks they're gonna survive without sleep. Sleep's important. What's important for what I'm about is what you're doing when you're awake. I'm fascinated by people who like say, I hustle, I sleep four hours, but then watch three hours of YouTube videos a day, right? And so for me, as you know, and what you're referring to as somebody who interacts with me, is you know, Tyler's sending you emails like, can you do 11.30 p.m. to 12.30 p.m.? Like, I'm, every minute I have is programmed. It's like more like 11.15 to 12.25. Yeah, no, look, I mean, the amount of five and seven and 10 and 13, like, I, I basically, Tyler, what, I, I see your face, what do you think? It's eight, th- eight o'clock until 11 p.m. is pretty much programmed to the minute with zero slots for anything but the next meeting. But I'm working out, right? But like, for like work, eight to 11 with zero lunch, zero downtime. Like, if I go take a piss, I'm cutting into some meeting. <laughs> now, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, that's matching my happiness and ambition. That is not for 99.9% of people. I, time management needs to be predicated on what makes you happy and what is coming out of your mouth. 
The biggest thing I'm worried about is people are talking big game, but then their actions don't match it. So to me, it's happiness first and then eliminating hypocrisy. And that's how I think about it. So for me, it's that because I love this game. It's what I would want to do and my ambitions are great and I enjoy it. I want to spend 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. on a meeting to build what I'm building. It's, it's what I love to do. It's no different than being in the studio or painting or, you know, it's just what I love to do.